episode three of the Rat Chat with me, your host, Liam Nidus, um, our uh, compatriots, Colin, also known as Flame Mango, and also David, also known as Death Watch. And our topic for this week is going to be FPSs, or as one would know them as, first-person shooters. Hi, um, yeah, so, uh, what what do you guys, what are your opinions on first-person shooters? I enjoy them. I I think a lot of first-person shooters, I I put them in two categories. I throw them into competitive ones, and ones I would play just to, like, goof off and relax, like Doom. Doom's the first person that I'd, like, relax with. I'd just sit down, I'd play it. I I wouldn't say relax with. But I get you. I would say and just enjoy. I'm not trying to like do incredibly well like you can do. Okay, yeah, yeah, I I get what you mean. Forcing myself to be good. Yeah, okay. There to have fun. Where where then you have games like Valorant or Counter Strike where you you need to be like on point. You need to kind of like focus. Yeah, I I totally get it. Um, so who do we want to start off this week? What's the what's the batting order? Started last week. Who started the first week? I started the first week. Colin. Yep. Start us off. So my pick, probably lackluster and probably pretty obvious. Uh, I picked Valorant. We do uh, play it every week. Specifically because it's the uh, well. Also, in true Colin fashion, I have another backup. No, oh, well, it's good. We'll talk about fair, in a moment. Fair. Um, mainly because Valorant is the one I've sunk the most amount of time into the last year last i think it's nine months or so at this point which is freaking insane it's the one we play have played once a week definitely yeah with few with few breaks for several months um and it's one that i you know it's uh i was never really into the competitive shooter scene per se um obviously i played you know i was never really into competitive video games to begin with a whole lot um, even just competitive game modes in games, just never a huge fan of. Um, and that changed slightly when I, you know, started playing Overwatch, uh, on just like kind of a slightly competitive collegiate team. Yeah. Run through my club. Um, but, and I wouldn't even, I mean, that is mostly FPS, but I would consider Valorant to be kind of the, the core that and CSGO to be kind of the core. <laughs> would of we call of duty to a certain extent, as well as the core of the FPS genre. Would we consider yeah, um, that an a strategy game? All right, we're not. I'm not touching that. Um, mainly because, like, I think we'll, we'll get into this distinction later. But there's, you know, skill-based FPS versus just FPS, which is, I think, a little yeah. bit what you and David were talking about. Oh yeah. Ago. Yeah, um, for sure. Where Valorant is a game that I had really no business ever being like, oh yeah, I could probably do well in that game. Because my only experience with a game like that was CSGO, where I jumped in for, I think it was like 2.4 hours, and just got my ass handed. Just got railed. <laughs> uh, mainly because there's a my certain cheeks. mentality you have to have. Exactly. You have to have a certain mentality to go with that, with games like that. Where Definitely. you dying very quickly, or just like repetitively, or just kind of unexpectedly, you have to get used to that. And I think mm-hmm. we def- are a good example of that. Specifically, I mean, it's... It, not getting tilted very important in these type of games um but especially with you know valorant and csgo going into a match and you get headshot not getting you know so you can be upset about it but not be like oh i'm gonna ult f4 i'm out of here i'm never gonna play this game again 
Because um, as is as I think is very clear from both me and Liam's performance in the game, is that the more you play it, the better you're gonna be at it, and generally the more fun you're gonna have. Um, so that's true. Valorant. We all know Valorant. We stream it every Wednesday. Valorant Fans Day. Game that maybe I know more about than maybe you guys. I don't know how much you guys have played. Um, is Titanfall series. That's true. Oh, I was gonna bring Titanfall that one too. up. I I, um, yeah. I do not. Let's get this out of the way first. I do not consider Apex Legends as part of the series. It is in a similar realm. Are they? A very different game. I really they enjoy that, Apex, yeah. actually. I, I'm i not a huge Battle Royale guy. I know yeah, I know that. Play. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so Titanfall, essentially, the reason I like it so much is because there's, there's just, there's one, there's a lot of verticality in the game. It's very fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you're kind of running around, running and gunning, which is my favorite type of game, personally, mm-hmm. which is why you see me play characters like Jet in Valorant. It's just, it's like, Ah, I feel like I'm moving faster. I feel like I'm can get around the map quicker. So just if you like, could, I'm gonna peek. I'm gonna peek every single corner. If you could only hit her, her all though. I mean, yeah. If I could only hit her all, that would be an amazing jetman. Um, yeah. And the other reason I like Titanfall is just when they when I saw gameplay of it for the first time, I was like, this is insane. Cause mechs, like mechs, are incredible, and like we don't have enough mech games. Granted, we've mm-hmm. got games like. I don't know. They're Gundam games. And Gundam, I Gundam games. Gundam. I don't know enough about them. <laughs> oh, that is that is a game genre that I have not touched. That is like, oh, like there's plenty of mech games. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm talking about like Titanfall level mechs where you're doing battle and then you're just like, ah, I'm gonna call in my mech and it, it just like breaks the sound barrier, implodes into the ground, and then you're like, I'm gonna get in now. And then like the get in sequences are cool. You ride on the back room. Um, just there's so much to do in the game and it's just it looks really cool and just like the maybe the fantasy of it is what i'm in love with more so than mm-hmm. um titanfall 2 um good game i think they messed up the titan classes a little bit in that game so they messed things colin up if if you want to i'm gonna go i'm gonna derail this really quick um okay. if you want to check out a cool gundam game there is a old uh, GameCube game that I loved called Custom Robo. Like, super freaking old school. Fu- like, straight up so much fun to play. Well, so that's the thing, right? Is, well, you know, jump back like a month at this point. Yeah. <laughs> um, where we're talking about role-playing games. For me, the Gundam games, they're generally third person and sometimes they're top down. I don't know, whatever. It was, um, yeah. That is, that, those are great. And there's, I love Bullet Hell stuff, uh, which I assume that is somewhat. Um, um, it's, uh, it's actually all third person. It's kind of Bullet Hell, but it's more like abilities and then shoot, shooting a little bit. It's, and so, so that's like, as we talked about, you know, with all of the role playing games, just go watch the episode yeah. in the middle of this one. Um, the reason I think I like Titanfall more than, say, a Gundam game is I don't think I'm as much in love with the idea of, like, oh, mechs are cool as more in, like, oh, I really want to be Iron Man. And this is, like, <laughs> maybe the closest right now, 2015 or whatever, that I'm going to get to that, where I feel, not feel, like, it's not extremely immersive, but there is, you know, all video games are immersive to a certain extent. Certainly. It's like, oh, I am, I, my character, am hopping in this mech, and I am the one controlling it. And you get mm-hmm. to, you know, it's nice to be, you know, the, the big heavy mech and just be like, oh, I'm just going to, especially when there's, you know, 
when you're the Big Mac and there's just a bunch of little people scurrying around. You're like, I am God. And you're just like, so, and just clobbering people. Funny, uh, funny callback. I was actually playing Bioshock 2 recently, which is another great um, shooter game. Um, not on my list, but great game. Um, you actually play as a big daddy in that game, and they're almost like mechs, but they're more like scuba diving mm-hmm. mech people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you play as this perspective of um, a big daddy in that game, which is really interesting. You do kind of get the like appeal of like you are more powerful than people, but there's also like a counterbalance of this like superpower thing. Well, so that's uh, I mean that's also like. Um... Like, uh, again, coming back to Gundam, right? Gundam, for the most part, they're pretty skinny is kind of an interesting word to use, but they're, they're kind of more lightweight. They can move around a bit more. They're yeah. more yeah. like mobile. people than anything. Com- exactly. Compared to, like, a Titanfall mech or, like, a Big Daddy, where it's like, oh, you feel the weight. Yeah, yeah, like you're clopping around. You're not boosting around. Yeah. Like, there are some, uh, you know, classes in Titanfall where you're just like, you've got more boosts. Um, I got more boosts. Some that are heavier than others. Yeah. But like the mid range mech is like the perfect one where it's like, yeah, you can take some damage, but you're essentially just like, you're, it's the next step tanks will take. And it's, yeah. it's like a crossroads between like Transformers and like Pacific Rim. I mean, yeah. Like, uh, you can also bring up like Iron Man. So I, I think exactly. like, like almost, so Big Daddies are more towards like Iron Man, how you're like, you're, you're a person almost just a, in like an exoskeleton. Yeah. Uh, versus like a full-on mech where you're like almost piloting it versus just having like an exoskeleton. Well, so that was uh, in terms of uh, like audience reception, people overhyped. There are several games I very much enjoy that people have overhyped heavily. And then the the, uh, game has felt the wrath of it when it actually comes out. One of them being Watch Dogs. That's, you know, that's a different, someday we'll talk about that. I'm sure. Titanfall, people were really excited for just... um, like I was super hyped for it. Um, even mm. though it, you know, originally, I didn't like have an Xbox. I think it came out on Xbox first, I believe. Yeah, I, I believe know. so. That's um, when I got it, at least. But yeah, I was super, you know, good. I was super like, oh, this is gonna be great, and people were like, oh, this looks really cool. And the original first trailer for it, um, just like uh, maybe it wasn't a trailer, maybe it was just gameplay. Looked phenomenal. People were really excited for the game, and then when it came out, people were like, this sucks. And I was like uh no <laughs> like uh great like some of the mechanics are you know they've got a shotgun that can just literally destroy anybody they've got a smart pistol mm. which essentially if someone game is in lock. view for more than three seconds you kill them yep. um, uh, which are you know there are flaws to the game but all games have flaws and to me it's not you know not the perfect game it's not game breaking for you <laughs> i like just the, the kind of the grunge and just a little bit of just like ah this is this is like the future. Maybe it's not post-apocalyptic, but there's like warring space things. Mm-hmm. And I would think that for me, in the future, the most like the coolest game I can imagine is like Star Citizen, and this combined, where like you can have a mech, or like well, like you like maybe you're a, a bounty hunter and you've got a mech. So anyway, I've talked too much. Thankful <laughs> is a great game. Yeah, yeah. it is I a great game. You should go look at. Um, the reason I don't like Apex Legends is because they're like, so the best <laughs> Titanfall. You guys really like the pilot part of that game, right? And you're like, no, we don't <laughs> like that part. It's fun, but we like the big mechs part of it. And now they just have a game that's essentially that, except like with a different art style, which is you know, which is fine. And I, I mean, 
it's it's a battle royale i'll say that yeah. i personally so, enjoy apex Le- legends just because it does have all the v- verticality of uh a of obviously titanfall um but it comes in with just a little bit of that um like cartoonish uh almost like cartoonish styling that I, that I really do like and I find it fun uh, to have your character swing around like use abilities different things like that um, other than like in a very serious um, competitive game like CSGO well that's a great place because I was actually going to take over <laughs> Titanfall because I, I had two this week oh cool surprisingly I was oh. going to pull oh. I was going to pull Colin and one of them in fact was Titanfall <laughs> there's Colin back um, and so I fell in love with Titanfall when it first came out because I don't know if you guys ever played Mirror's Edge. Oh um, yeah, love Mirror's right. Edge, great game. To me, it felt like it, it it clashed that and a first person shooter, which was just incredible. I loved the movement of being a pilot and running around and then just gaining a mech and destroying tiny humans. It it was just a great feeling. Um, so very glad Colin brought that up because before the stream, I was trying to figure out why I loved it so much. And then Colin mentioned the movement. I'm like, that I think is probably the thing that hinders me most in a lot of the competitive, uh, like competitive uh, FPS games that we play. Is that there's one movement unless you're jet or like. I would say, I would say in terms of movement, there's definitely, uh, and I guess in FPS, to um, there's kind of a scale, right? So at the bottom of the scale for movement is something like CS:GO or Valorant, uh, more CS:GO than Valorant where you like there's jumping and that's about it mm-hmm. yeah right? you can jump you can fall off things you can jump up things that's basically up and has a different speed slightly above it. csgo is valorant which is like ah certain characters have abilities that allow them to boost up go faster that kind of thing above yeah. that and maybe there's a game in between that we haven't mentioned yet um above uh valorant in that is destiny where there's jumping you can jump higher with different uh, attributes you can fly um, uh, to a certain extent if you're a warlock. There's different, you know, there's different movement types. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. above that is Titanfall or Mirror's Edge where you can, you know, there's wall running. You jump over things. You can boost in the air. Just the yeah. most amount of Pretty much any surface is pretty runnable. Exactly. Yeah. I would also consider Mirror's Edge to be very a very linear, linear game. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. The second um, one attempted to fix it, but... I what didn't enjoy Catalyst. it. Catalyst. Actually, I've never heard of Catalyst. It's the third one. Oh, is, is the there a third one? I thought Mirror's Edge Catalyst was the second one, Colin. Oh, I may be mistaken then. I don't know. Oh, I, thought, I didn't sure think Mirror's there was Edge a third Catalyst one. is number two. Okay. And they <laughs> attempted to fix it with having an open world that you can go around, but it just felt very. Forced? It, it, felt, it, chunk, it felt chunkier than okay. the original. Like the, the original did one thing incredibly well. Very smooth. Movement. Yeah, it, I, the movement in that game is incredible, but the second yeah. one was so chunky with everything. Okay, um, that's at least what I felt when I played it. Well, to talk about a game that I I personally think has some some great movement would be um, Assassin's Creed Two. I thoroughly enjoyed that game for its movement and how fluid the combat can be, um, just like Mirror's Edge. Um, but um, to go back to our uh, topic on hand of uh <laughs> fps's uh your pick for for this week would be uh mirror's edge or uh titanfall no so so my 
I had Titanfall as my number one, but gotcha. of course Colin, Colin brought that up. But uh, of Colin course my second it. one had to have been uh, Counter-Strike. Oh, yes. Um, as I've sunk over 1,000 hours into the game. I'm not going nice. to say how many, but over that. <laughs> I'm not going to add myself on that one. <laughs> um, it, it's been a lot of hours. I grew up playing it. That was the first competitive shooter I got into, and I think there are many flaws with it, but I also think they did it very well to begin with. Uh, I would and, I would tend to yeah. agree with that. I actually uh, have just gotten into uh, CSGO, obviously, because you sh <laughs> you showed it to me, and we've been playing a little bit. Uh, I played a couple matches by myself, and it was a blast, actually. I, um, I thoroughly enjoy it. I, I thoroughly enjoy it as well now. And I, I got, like, a quad kill one time. It was it was a ton of fun. Um, it's, it's way, way different than uh, Valorant, in my opinion. Yeah. It's almost, like, different ends of the spectrum. You, you, can, you can, like, run a little bit and, like, move a little bit in Valorant. But in CSGO, you have to stay immediately still. And how fast the, the reticle snaps back in um, CSGO, I actually like way more than how Valorant has a very delayed one. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, it's just the... Valorant definitely punishes you more for moving, if that makes sense. It, it punishes I mean, you more in a different way. Oh, yeah, I also I hate idea. random stupid spray. I hate random yeah, spray. Yeah, it's kind of obnoxious when you spray with a, a vandal and it, like, you're going up and then all of a sudden it jumps around and you're like, why'd you do that? I didn't so do that last time. The way time. I described it this week when we were playing it was I was like, CSGO feels like you're maybe firing an actual bullet. I, I mean, you takes a couple bullets to, like, if you're thinking of, like, muzzle flash, it takes a couple bullets to kill somebody in the game. Yeah. I mean, what video game is going to be like, eh, you got shot with one bullet, you're dead. Uh, headshots. I mean, that's the odd. Headshots, yeah. Um, but in, you know, in Valorant, it feels more like you're firing, like, like lasers or something, where it's like, yeah, ah, it does, yeah, it does damage, but, like... I would it bet. feels a lot more, <laughs> like, especially even the sounds of the game feel more like you are shooting something. I would also say um, the, the, like, I, I thought um, trigger tapping in um csgo was way more like just straight up way more intuitive than in valorant because i still don't do it in valorant and i've caught myself that's, doing it I'm, that's a lot more in csgo that's happened to me is i have also been tap firing signet i don't know why me neither i just it's not it, a it's skill way better. that i have developed from valorant yeah but so it's I think that goes when when I was bringing you guys into Counter Strike. the The thing I told Colin first was that I believe a lot of skills in Counter Strike can be transferred into Valorant very easily, but to transfer them from Valorant to Counter Strike is a very difficult thing because of the way the game works. Hmm. Like spray patterns are actually a thing. Um, like there is a basic spray pattern in Valorant where you just kind of pull down and. The, it'll go there. That's kind of the way it goes. And but. I would say, like, in CSGO, as as I, we've discussed, um, people, like, research that. I'm sure people research mm -hmm. how it works in Valorant as well. Yeah. Oh, is, yeah. You know, hard, harder harder to calculate, obviously. But uh, that is something in an FPS I will never spend the time to do. All <laughs> of my most... 90% of my Valorant and CSGO gameplay is based on subconscious muscle reaction yeah yeah just so what like, you're obviously, doing obviously i know in my head 
because I've been yelled at for doing it. Don't move when you fire in Valorant. Yeah. Yeah, I know that. I still do it anyway, but like, I, tr- I it's like everything I do is less so I'm like thinking about it and being like, oh, I'm going to make this conscious adjustment. I'm going to, you know, start pulling down on the mouse more when I'm spraying or whatever. And more so just, okay, I got a kill is the last time I got this. Here's how this weapon feels. And here's where a person is. I'm gonna. Fight. So also to to take it back to a to a point we actually made earlier, the movement in uh, Valorant compared to CS:GO, with like, so in in my experience in close range for CS:GO and Valorant, it's beneficial to move a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Especially um, if you're using SMGs in either game. Yeah, SMGs or, or like high fire rate guns or just to e- even pistols. Um, my my main problem with with Valorant is you can be farther away and move a good bit and still get kills. Yeah. I think they should put punish you actually more when you're far. When, like it should give it like a crazy spread when I, you move. And I, I think the reason Valorant went with this is to kind of get away from the Counter Strike mentality of of like stop. I, I mean, it is a different game, so I, I do respect them for changing it. I, I think that if they were to start doing things like that, they would end up becoming just another CS:GO where where yeah, there are very similar games. I mean, like there there are many similarities between those games. So is is they're very different. Is becoming, uh, is becoming a CS:GO a bad thing though? Wasn't CS:GO like a really, really big hit? I mean, it's even Counter. It, it was a big hit in Counter Strike Source. Goes kind of died out. Well, a yeah, bit, especially since Valorant's come out. Yeah, and I, I think you're right that becoming like CS:GO is is not a bad thing, but I think it's something they're trying to avoid at the moment. Yeah, while um, they're kind of just. Like when they came out, people were thinking like, "Oh, another Counter Strike yeah, clone." Or just oh, another, another Counter Strike, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely think putting in abilities versus just like utility is interesting. And obviously, having to buy armor and different things is definitely a different way of looking at it. But I do like CS:GO. Like I like it a lot. It's it's. Also, you do have to buy armor in Counter Strike, just so you know. Do you? Yeah, you've just been playing casual with us. And oh! you have to buy armor. Okay. And, uh, I will say, um, in one of the first games we played in Counter Strike, it was, it was a casual match. Uh, I bought the op, AWP. That's how it's spelled. Um, I got like three kills in a row. Yeah. Which, I mean, one doesn't seem impressive for a Counter Strike. But if you look at any of my gameplay <laughs> with the operator from Valor, <laughs> you will know that that is freaking ridiculous yeah so and that is so, for me unheard of i'll get a lucky shot every now and then but like so the, there's actually a reason for that um it started out much more like the op and counter-strike um the operator and van and if you remember back in the original beta it was very much you could get like three k's easily with the op however they've kind of had to change it because in counter-strike everyone has the same util they have the smokes, flashes, yeah. molly, stuff like that. Where in Valorant, you don't have that. Not everyone does. So they've had to change the operator in uh, Valorant and like worsen it in a way to make it harder for that people to just get easy 3Ks every round because they didn't buy have a smoker. Well, I will. I mean, and that's, I mean, thankfully that has happened because I, I mean, maybe not thankfully. It is a different game and they're clearly making conscious efforts to avoid becoming Counter Strike which as we discussed, not a horrible thing, but 
know, they'd want to be their own thing, which is, you know, a bold choice. And they were, they are continuing that. Um, I will say people in Counter-Strike, it seems like everybody buys an op. Yeah. Whereas in Valorant, well, every now and again, you'll get like two people on a team with an op. It's very rare that like more than two people on a team will have an op. Whereas, I mean, granted, we're playing casual when there's 10 people. In competitive, but... it's not as common. So, okay. I, uh, I, I'm i sure it's less common in competitive. Obviously, it's going to be a harder game mode. Um, but I personally, like, with the op in AWP in Counter-Strike, I can reposition and, like, go back into a shot pretty well with the AWP. But with the, the operator, it's almost impossible. For me, yeah, it, it's a lot. It, it's it goes back to the movement thing that you talked about. Where in Counter Strike, once you stop, your reticle closes back to its normal like snaps. almost snaps there. back in. Where yeah. in Valorant, it takes a second or two. Where in that time, someone with a Vandal, or you're dead. Another op, you're gone. Yeah, and I was actually being pinned down with people on on this jungle map, and there's this one line line side. I backed all the way up because they were rushing me. And I just got one as they came around the corner. I got another one, and I zoomed back in. And then I flipped around and, and no scope somebody. And I was like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever done." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it. I do think they should change the um, the un the unzoomed in. Um. So when when you shoot the oper the AWP in uh, CS:GO, it's almost a direct line when you're standing mm -hmm. still. I think they it's should change pretty good. Yeah, change I, that I right. in Valorant to have a more direct bullet when you're standing still. Yeah, it, the the operator in Valorant is very hard to get anything without the scope. Well, on. yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I that's what I've experienced in Valorant is I will like I I'll try my because I know you know obviously in the back of my head if you move with the operator you're screwed. If you move with other guns in the game, eh, as long as you're mm -hmm. somewhat on target and maybe you're careful. Um, and moving slowly, you'll be able to compensate and get the kill. With the op, I've missed shots while standing still, not because of, like, not aiming at them. I'll be aiming at them, and I'll go, like, to the right, and I'm like... Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I don't think I was moving, but, like... And if you guys remember back in the beta days, uh, I was I mainly used an op operator. That's like, true. That's what I would use. Yeah. But I can't use it anymore. Yeah, like even even when we just goof off, I can never get kills with it. I'll yeah. buy it and then immediately realize I can't use it. I um I tend to use it on defense just because I can get kills for like holding mm -hmm. angles. Yeah. Past that, I usually I usually have a vandal that I can pick up. Yeah, I I end up using the marshal more because it feels more. Oh, I love the marshal actually. Feels... <laughs> it's it's what I think the operator should kind of take a little bit from it's like way it more consistent marshall is what i think it should be just like in counter-strike is the scouts a, a faster off yeah like the I, I think that that's a good thing i'd enjoy seeing in in valorant it's better snipers yeah I, I would tend to agree even though there there's obviously people who use them to an extent <laughs> mm -hmm. and like are very very good with them yeah but I also think it would be fun to change up the meta. It's it's been stale for a couple of months, but um, 
They actually just changed the icebox map. I, I went into a um, casual the other day, and the icebox box map, there's like another wall now. They changed it a ton. And uh, I think we're going to go on to our third candidate. It's going to be my time. And Colin actually brought it up already. It's obviously I knew it. Destiny I knew it. 2. Looked, and Destiny. And went, oh, it's man, the whole universe. <laughs> yeah. I was worried Colin that, just uh, calling us all out. I know, right? I, know, I, was worried, I actually was worried that, David, I couldn't actually tell because I didn't hear the start of what you were describing when you were talking about Titanfall. And I was like... Is this his pick? And I was like, did I call out both of their picks in the first like ten minutes? Pretty actually? much, yeah. Yeah, I, I said that I had the same uh, thing you do normally, where I had two picks. It's so. a Colin special. Yeah. So Destiny, Liam. <laughs> Don't, dude. Destiny is a expansive world. It's so there are like three different ways you can play Destiny. There's a main storyline. There is raiding and expansive dungeons that you can do or in higher-end content. And there's PvP, which is... All three of them are a godsend. The Bungie has made a fantastic world and a f fantastic game to play. The combat in that game is so on point, it's ridiculous. Um, it's obviously not as intensive as like a CSGO or a Valorant, but it's... It's so much fun, and it's like almost like Halo mixed with a like hero battle battler. It's so you you obviously whoever somebody who hasn't played Destiny you you basically get these abilities from the light um, from the Traveler, uh, which is all like basically a, a god from space um, without spoiling anything. And you use those abilities to fight the darkness. That's the main thing in the story. You're fighting the darkness. And uh, with these abilities, you get to uh, fight against the uh, creatures of the darkness in basically a PV PvE arena. So you can like fight different monsters, and there's a ton of different guns. There's even like different rarities of guns, so it's a looter shooter as well. It's, it's touching so many different parts of gaming that I love. That I couldn't, I couldn't not buy it, <laughs> and I've been playing since literally the beta of Destiny One. I remember uh, getting it on my PS3 and playing it nonstop with my brother. It was so much fun. It was ridiculous. I will say when the first ads or whatever came out for Destiny, Destiny One, that is, um, and they were talking about, or maybe I just heard. To like a game informer or something that mm -hmm. like the good it came from the light and the bad part was the darkness i was like what the hell is this it's like the laziest story writing ever yeah like, well the good yeah. guys are the light side and the bad guys are the dark side what are their powers from oh the light and the dark whoa it's just star wars so like essentially i was like well this seems kind of i don't know um i will say i have played only i've only played destiny 2 um i will say Liam and I have very different uh, outlooks on the PvP. Um, I I don't I think it falls slightly into the trap of Call of Duty, where certain things kind of there there can't be a meta, right? Is there like certain weapons will always well there's the most part. definitely so 
I'm gonna cut in just because I I I don't know if you've played a lot of the competitive of Destiny um, one or two, and there's at some point you will see the meta. There are guns that will kill faster in the PvP scene just because the meta's better. The sandbox changed. They are the better guns for the season. That and that's that's honestly um, Bungie's been dealing with a lot of backlash. And how how unbalanced the game can be. Some people want to use a certain gun, and they can't because it's not the best. I think that's. I mean, maybe it's because I am. I would. I wouldn't consult. Uh, trying to like place where what I would consider myself as in terms of player base. I wouldn't say I'm like a novice. I would say you're casual. I say I'm. Okay, I I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> the most part, the most like the biggest issue I have is. Especially going from games like Valorant, where the difference in, you know, what's happening is based entirely on player skill. Mm -hmm. Whereas in Destiny, it's it's kind of a mixture. Where, like, Valorant, everyone is given the same weapons. Every weapon does the same thing for each person. The only thing that changes is, like, a skin or, or, the, uh, or the character. Whereas in Destiny, I feel like it's like, well, yeah, some players are going to be better regardless, but also, you know, it's hard It's hard to place myself because everyone's doing something different and all different people are going to have the game differently if they're, you know, playing with different weapons. Uh, it would be interesting, and this would never happen, to play against someone with, like, the exact same loadout. And that's, I mean, that is the point of the, of the game, right? Is having a different loadout yep. will give you an advantage. And that's perfectly mm -hmm. fine, and I understand that. But for me, it is a game that I get extremely tilted at very quickly, and I honestly don't know why. Yeah, so and maybe it's just because I'm bad, and I'm bad because bad. I wouldn't but consider also, you bad. I the just game. like, and I just feel like every time I hop in the game, I'm just very weak, and I don't. And maybe it's just because I play a warlock most of the time, but I always feel like I'm just getting my ass kicked. So, um, I would say it. So the looter shooter does come into effect. You do have to have certain guns to be um, competitive. If you want to play competitive um, Destiny Two in in like PvP sense, you uh, PvP or uh, PVE, you definitely have to have certain guns because certain guns will be better. Um, yeah. Such as the, there will be like three different loadouts or a couple different loadouts for PvP high end content that you'll see people use, and that's where you get like. That's player skill at that point because they're the same weapons going against the same weapons. As you were saying, yeah. it becomes down to who can shoot their, who can hit their shots, who can throw down abilities, who can who can use their shields better, who can, who can use their character or the height better. Um, and I do have to say, I've been I've been playing the game for so long that I know I know when to use my abilities. I know I know how the hitboxes work. I I know how the game's engine works very well, and. I know the little tricks and the different things like that, like how you can slide under bar barriers very well and how you can hit... Sh like, So a fun thing in Destiny uh, 1 and 2, you have perfect uh, aim when you're hip-firing usually. So even if, you're, even if you no-scope and jump, you can usually kill somebody while you're doing that. And if a lot of people that are better at um, PvP can actually slide into a room and get a headshot and continue running, like, mm -hmm. with a sniper. And I'm obviously not that good, but some people are. 
I will say some of the most fun I've had in specifically PvP in the game. Obviously, I will say the raid was really fun. We did the Leviathan raid. <laughs> I forced him into it. <laughs> um, which, like, I I wanted to do that for a while ever since I had gotten the game. Um, and I definitely think I leaned more towards the PvE side of things. I definitely do as well. Yeah. Um, though, I will say the my favorite game mode in PvP, I'm not going to say Mayhem, because, I mean, that's just... That's that, mayhem's that, a ton of fun. Any for a while, it took me a while to find this in in uh, Overwatch. But there's custom games that are 500. Your ult recharges immediately, yeah. and they're just I love them to death. They're yeah. like chaos. Yeah, it's, it's so much fun. Um, you get I love mayhem, use... but I will say the most fun, my sec, my second favorite PVP mode in Destiny is um is survival. Oh. Just because that is, it's very, uh, it gets closer to Valorant. Yeah. Um, but also it just, you know, the the regular PvP matches, I feel like there's just too many people in them. So I it's feel a, like a 3v3 match is the way it should be. So it's a it's 6v6 where, where it's in, um, for, for David, I don't think you've played it. For so not, no. for control, it's a 6v6. Obviously it's a little bit more people than you'd, um, you'd like. It is fun if you're really good at PvP. You can you can like get the whole team down with like one shot, and you get a lot of medals and everything. It's a ton of fun, um, but it does get overwhelming if everybody's good. And they do have skill based matchmaking um, during the seasons, but when the, no seasons up, they actually get rid of that. So you can like, so the higher end people can dick around in in casuals basically. Um, but something that you haven't actually tried is the actual super competitive side of uh, PvP, Colin. It's called Trials of Osiris, um, which they, they've actually had a really hard time with uh, bot prevention in Destiny 2 recently, just because it is just a free-to-play game at, at, at this point. But they are they did fix that this season, and I'm, I'm looking to almost try to get back into it uh, with... PvP, just just to try it out again, um, because I did it a lot in Destiny 1 and early Destiny 2. Um, but I love competitive PvP. It's it's a ton of fun, and it's definitely rewarding when you do win. Um, so how, how you get like the ultimate reward, which is going to the lighthouse of Osiris and getting a chest full of loot, is uh, getting sen- seven wins in a row without a failure. <laughs> Which I mean, it's hard. It's honestly hard. You get yeah. to, you have to try again and again. But once you do get it, it's freaking phenomenal. And I I, I think say that's a thing Destiny does really well is payoffs. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, not maybe uh, not necessarily like obviously. I'm bitter about just loot in general. Um, <laughs> Always. Just it just makes me angry sometimes. Um, but that's the thing they do really well is they know how to like. How to make it worth it a lot of the time yeah you'll do something and then they'll be like the just the grandiose sometimes is like oh. that i will say that is the best part of destiny is they yeah. do grandiose things very well we spent three hours in a freaking lobby waiting <laughs> for uh, fucking comets to fall out of the sky exactly like, that was so much was fun cool but it also was just like i don't think any other game would be able to do other than like Fortnite at this point. yeah yeah um, so there was an yeah, in-game Fortnite. live event, kind of like Fortnite did, um, where the the Sunbreaker or whatever, the a giant space that uh, spaceship, Almighty, uh, spaceship that was gonna blow up the sun gets blown up and falls to Earth. Ton of fun. To see, 
Check it out on YouTube if you need to. Uh, really cool event. It, they'll speed it up in YouTube. It's worth it to watch on YouTube. Was it wasn't extremely worth to watch um, in person, but it was a fun thing to to have a community. When, and, when we had just four hours free on the afternoon of like a yeah, it, it was fun. Was like I guess let's just yeah. sit in the tower and not do anything. Yeah, it it was it was a ton of fun. Um, but I do have to say, Ben Bungie Bungie is very very good at making very big and expansive worlds that make you gobsmacked that that give you an awe and let you look at this world and think wow i think that could be out there and i think that could that could exist in our world and i think it would be fun to reach it and definitely their artists have have made beautiful skyboxes and beautiful terrain to look at because it's a amazing looking game, especially all the raids and everything like that. Yeah, I, I, it's uh, yeah. Oh, to to go into the raids, the PVE side of it, since we talked at length about the PvP, the PVE basically you start at dungeons, which are basically you fight through a bunch of ads to fight a end boss which then you take down and there's a loot chest that pops. Raids are multiple encounter uh, scenarios, such as the Leviathan, as an example. You go through a um, spaceship, uh, which is called the Leviathan. Um, the Le Leviathan, the world eater. It's a giant spaceship that eats worlds and suns. And you're, you're going through it to fight uh, the captain of the ship. And when, when you get through the whole thing, you hit four, uh, four encounters in the beginning and then one last boss. And the last boss, once you kill him, you, you, it shoots uh, loot everywhere. You get a ton of things and you get to play with his corpse, which is a ton of fun because he's a robot. That's, <laughs> that's primarily what I, what I mean when I say worth it because they do have on, uh, on certain planets, they've got escalation protocol, which is essentially if you stick with something for long enough, it will give you just like something really cool. It'll give you an exotic. And so the raids are a perfect example of that where, yes, at, so maybe this is my issue with PvP, is there is no payoff for that. For me getting my butt whipped and trying and trying and trying as hard as I can, yeah. I, I'm not necessarily getting a whole lot of it. The raid, when we tr when we have to go through the freaking gauntlet, seven different times, <laughs> start over and wipe. Liam yelling at you. When we have exactly when we have to go through it so many times, there is a payoff at the end. Of, there's a yep. at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. PVP, it's kind of just like, well, I'm just getting my butt kicked, and like every now and then I'll be like, ah, oh, that was a cool kill. I'm like, ah, oh, we won. But at the yeah. same time, it's like compared to the raid where you're like, man, it's it took us like three hours, but we finally did it. Mm -hmm. Here's what happened. And that's that's that why I honestly fun. want you to try out the competitive PVP, which it it does have that light at the end of the tunnel. It's actually called a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> which is funny um and once you get there it's it gives you loot that you can only get there and nowhere else in the game and it's just wonderful and same same with the raid it's a it's a very high-end content that you can only get certain loot there and it's very unique and you you start carrying around that that gun that is from the raid that oh everybody knows that you got it in the raid now and it's it's a ton of fun when you do that obviously to get the experience and different things like that and have 
me yell at you because I'm raid leading and I'm very angry when I'm raid leading. <laughs> and before before I ever played Destiny, I played a decent amount of Warframe, which I I I I think they get compared a lot. Yes, they do. Um, they I, I would say they're very similar, just kind of in layout and design. Um, honestly, because it uh, I would say Destiny is definitely a higher quality game. I would a, a say lot, a lot of thought is put into it. It's a lot. Uh, just I wouldn't say Warframe's not thought out, but it it seems cheaper, which mainly because it was free to play for basically forever. Well, what, one's a AAA game, like, one's an indie game, so it's it's hard to compare so, them, but they I are similar. It. Okay, so David, <laughs> what do you what do you think about Destiny Two? Have you heard about it before? I I've I've heard about it. I I've not yeah, gotten a chance us. to play it. However. Yeah, you were gone. Uh, <laughs> we're on a different thing. It's fine. Anyway, I had a question for you, or not a question, but I wanted to touch on something you brought up. Yeah. Of um, you mentioned uh, you knew the like the engine and how to like use it to get better movement and oh, stuff like that. For sure, yeah. And I think that's something that I I've, I linked actually back to Counter Strike first with um. There's basically like a grate and a couple of the mats that maps that if you jump at the correct like having you can go straight through it and act as if you never slowed down oh. gives you a huge advantage in that game yeah but there's another thing called uh bee hopping which I'm, I'm sure you guys have heard yeah um and something that i've noticed that valorant doesn't really have is that kind of like learning movement better except for like three operators like like there's there's nothing for me to learn brimstone wise that would make me have an advantage if I moved in a different way. So the I can actually co come into that uh, from a very noob point of view. For the first time, I came into that one um, map we were playing um, earlier, uh, me, you, and Colin. I, I don't remember the name of the map. Uh, but Dust 2, probably. Yeah, Dust 2. Um, basically, you go out, and on B site, there's this car that you can jump onto, mm. and if you jump onto the car, you can hit hit a ledge on, on a box and jump onto the top of the box. Yeah, which, I immediately yeah. did that, and I, I was like, oh, that's so cool. And I sat up there and I got three kills because the guy didn't see me. Yeah, so so with that, there's there's another thing that I then related it to. So when I was a kid, there I, I watched competitive Counter-Strike just because it was fun. It was yeah. like high school, not kid. Anyway, there was a, there was a great game... Um, with one of the teams, I can't remember, but they did a three-man stack where two people sat on top of each other, which is normal. That's yeah. a-okay. The game engine is fine with it. A third person, however, getting on top, not okay. The game <laughs> kicks them off. However, they figured out if they sat in a specific corner, they could see over the wall into the other site, and they won the entire round because of that, <laughs> because they just got kills from this absurd spot. And I think I've started seeing that in Valorant with some jet mains who have been able to um, use their boosts to like launch yeah. them straight into the air pretty much. I, I really I've like... i enjoyed that a lot. Uh, to, to go at that point, um, I really like how Icebox does have that one little ramp. Even though it's kind of cheap, you can get up onto that ramp. I do think the verticality in, in Valorant is harder to notice mm -hmm. just because of how how focused the FOV v is. Hmm. Speaking from a person... I think it's, I th yeah, I think it's interesting that... like I think me, me and Liam have 
one of them just kind of ranted about that one specific spot on the mm-hmm. map, just like, why the hell is that a thing? Which is weird, because you'd think, like, after a couple weeks, everybody should know that spot. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. should immediately be ready to just headshot anybody who comes on there. But that's the weird thing about Valorant, is as much as people, as much as you know those spots, or as much as you expect people to be in those spots, you're never ready for it. Nope. Like, and I think, yeah. I think at a very high competitive level, you probably are. But for whatever reason, I'm sure I will continue to get killed from that spot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why that is, whether it's because just like it's they place it, they place them in places that are like uh, almost always highly populated. So you're concentrating on threats lower down. And that is a, you know, non-consistent threat. Yeah. In terms of target yeah. acquisition, that's lower on the list. Yeah, and that's I would say that's 90 percent of Valorant is target acquisition. If oh, for can, sure. If you can pick out who to shoot first, you will win most engagement. Because I feel like that's where a lot of people get trapped is when there's two people pushing them and they're just like, I don't know what to do. And they yeah. freeze up or they, they try and shoot both. And I know mm-hmm. I've done that before. Is try and go back and forth. You're like, that's just focus one down and then focus another one down. All right. Yeah. That is, uh, yeah. There is definitely a lot of since, since we spent a lot of time in, talking about the games, uh, I'm going to go into uh, our little comparisons <laughs> quickly. Um, <laughs> since we're getting, getting a little bit long in the tooth with this one. Um so we we actually did a, did a great job picking very different games for each of us. Obviously, um, David picked CS:GO, a very stringent team team based, uh, very competitive game, and I picked a very looter shooter MMO. Like you can do this, you can do that, you can really do whatever you want. Um, and Colin picked a very movement focused uh, mech battler, almost craziness game um almost like a call of duty with mechs um <laughs> but a lot better I mean, that's basically what it is a lot better uh movement i would say um but yeah it's just fr- from all different perspectives the main the main a- attractive uh thing is the whole game engine the engine that you use to shoot people in the how how the bullets interact with uh, the models and how you get like a feel of it, and mm-hmm. I honestly can consider that the main attraction to looter shooters. To like, if if the game if the gunplay feels good, you will have a decent game. It might not be a great game, but it'll be a decent one. That's I think that's what we spent most of the time talking about. Actually, is more than anything game feel, and that yeah. includes movement. That includes how guns work. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so and I think I think you're right in all of these different games guns guns and just the game feels very different. And part of that is the engine, but part of that is also um partially like what the the lore is a little bit. Yeah. Where the movement in uh in Destiny is maybe slightly slightly slower than the as we did this my imaginary scale. Mm-hmm. Um different from like maybe it's a little bit slower than Titanfall, but that's because it's supposed to be like a little bit more mystical like a little bit more magical like so something else is going i would on. say i would say it's so. consistently faster i would say in certain aspects it can speed up very quickly like it's yeah. it's instead of a linear line kind of like how valorant is i would say destiny is more of a, a a ebb and flow you get high points you get low points especially with like a hunter's dodge you can dodge out of things very quickly, or you can slide into uh, different things. Or the Titans have actually a barricade that they could shoot up and just run away. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, and so, based on the lore, right, uh, yours, as I said, is a little bit more mystical. Mm -hmm. Titanfall, obviously, a little bit more like, ah, futuristic combat. You can yeah. stick to walls. They can and jump David's around. Just, David's is just uh, like, yeah, they're, they're also highly people are fighting people. a war, maybe in the Middle East. We're not really sure. There's kind of there's it's a global offensive. Yeah, there's somewhere. Uh, and they're just, they're real guns. It's a real thing that's happening. Here's how real people move. Most them. people can go the same speed. Yeah, so, I <laughs> yeah. Mean, all three of us could probably stand on top of each other if we tried really hard. Yeah, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fun. Though, and, and one of us would probably kick the other off. David, yeah, you'd be I'll on top you. for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll make a that. good base. Yeah, <laughs> is that what your mom told you? <laughs> yeah. Every morning for twenty years. <laughs> nice. <laughs> all right, um, but yeah, it's definitely really about the the game feel for me especially for a fps because it it affects how how you can get used to the guns and how how obviously you can get kills and get that gratification that you want yeah yeah absolutely and so you you were talking about how the lore almost affects how the world builds around it and I would say it, it definitely has has a little bit about that, but I also think the developer has a very stringent way of, like, the way they want to feel. Because I, we haven't talked about this, but Destiny 2 does feel a lot like old school Halo, which Bungie created Halo as well. So it mm -hmm. definitely goes with the developer, how, how they make games and how they develop I mean, engines. I one, I one, if not several, of uh, Respawn Entertainment, the Titanfall, the Titanfall people, that's... yeah. The a little tagline um uh came from call of duty oh for sure so um that, that was for a reason that was a selling point at some point i think when they're like, oh. it came from call of duty you're like wow yeah good good <laughs> i guess and then what else says uh is counter-strike is is valve right yeah uh yeah done... yeah it's valve i mainly counter-strike then <laughs> is that why there's no new one life um <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, I had to take that shot. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it definitely does go with the um, developer, really. Um, my main problem with uh, Destiny 2 is it's not very user-friendly. So, such as you, you were saying, you get very frustrated, the fact that you don't have enough time to de dedicate to Destiny 2... Because you don't have the weapons you want, it or is, I will say that Destiny very time hungry game. Well, it, it's obviously that goes into it. It is a looter it's shooter a looter at its champion. core. Um, it's not like a Valorant. It's not like um, a uh, what's it called? Um, it's not a um, ju jumpy mech game, as I was Titan gonna say. Fall. Titanfall. <laughs> jumpy, jumpy mech game was the working title. Before. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely more of a time sink than than most of those games yeah which does appeal to me i i do like grinding things that is that is one of my things that i do like and we will get get to that um category of kind of grindy games that i like at some point but um yeah thanks uh thanks for uh, showing up for rat chat number three guys colin always a pleasure david always a pleasure this week's of FPS went quite well. We had a ton of fun talking about, obviously, Titanfall, Destiny 2, and CSGO. Feel free to catch me on uh, my weekly stream with Colin on Wednesdays and maybe some Monday Madness at some point. Um, 
Uh, always at, uh, at 10 o'clock on Wednesday, Valorant Wednesday. So much fun. We did talk about Valorant this week. And, um, yeah, catch us uh, catch us around, guys. Every Sunday we stream the Rat Chat, so be prepared for episode four.